Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. I'm your host, Chrissy Nichols. And today we have a treat. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I try to give you just little episodes, something small, usable to use in your day right then. But on the weekends here, I like to highlight and interview an educator and a teacher. And today we have a treat Sarah Whitaker is with us. She is a teacher turned podcast manager. Full disclosure, she is my podcast manager. And she's the founder of Podcasting for Educators, where she and her team help teacher pay teacher authors and other online educators launch, manage, and grow their podcasts. Sarah is a wife, mom, and former elementary school teacher. She's also a lifelong learner. And she loves serving teachers and educators out there by helping her clients get the knowledge and the expertise and the guidance into the ears of those who need it most. And that's you. So Sarah is also the podcast host for podcasting for educators. And she shares all her greatest stuff, podcasting tips every Wednesday. And so if you're thinking about doing a podcast for your classes or just for yourself, please check her out. Her website again is podcastingforeducators.com. We had an amazing interview where we talked about her experience in the classroom in elementary school and her thoughts about the future of education. I'm really excited for you to hear Sarah Whitaker. Enjoy. Sarah Whitaker, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me on, for inviting me on the show. I am so, so excited to be here with you. Now, my listeners know a little bit about you, but I would love for you to fill us in in your own words about where you taught, when you taught, what did you teach, and what you do now. Tell us a little bit about you. About you. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Sarah Whitaker. I am a former elementary school teacher. I live in Virginia. So I went to James Madison University. I got my master's in education and went straight into teaching. I'm one of those people who knew I wanted to be a teacher from the time that I was a little girl. So I taught three years of first grade, three years of second grade. And then my last year of teaching, I I got my EL certificate and I was an ELL teacher for my last year. And then I, after seven years of teaching, I 
started my own business. And it's been a pretty wild ride. But I started as a virtual assistant where I work with different online business owners. And then that transitioned into what we're doing now, which is podcasting. So my official title now is a podcast manager. And I work with podcasters who support educators. (laughs) So it's just this one big circle. And I love what I do. And I love that I'm still able to be involved in the world of education. And full disclosure, I said this at the beginning in your bio, but you are my amazing podcast producer. And you are still a teacher. And I really think you're an amazing one. You have such a gentle, wonderful way about you. I can totally see you with the little littles really being so concrete, because that is the way you've taught me. And tell us, Sarah, what did you love about teaching when you think back to those days, those seven years in the classroom with the kiddos? What did you love about teaching? Yeah, I think what I loved most about teaching, and especially with the little ones, is just building that community and becoming like this little family over the year. It was always so emotional at the end of the year to see how far you've come and see how much they've grown in that one year together. Of course, just seeing their growth over the years, especially, you know, in first and second grade, those are such huge foundational years for those kids and watching them become readers and writers and have such curiosity about the world. Just being able to experience their little personalities and their little minds every day was so wonderful. I love that. I love that idea of connection and family and seeing a class really come together. And yet, after seven years, you did decide to leave. Maybe you didn't even know that this would be in store for you at the time. If you can get back into that mindset, into the past Sarah that you were, what were the biggest challenges you faced in teaching and education in general? Yeah, so... I can very much still remember all of those feelings from the first day that I ever stepped foot into my classroom. You know, that first challenge was, my goodness, I just got my master's in education and I feel like I know nothing (laughs) when you're actually thrown into it and you realize how much more there is to teaching than what you can learn at a university. So, of course, that general overwhelm that you feel that never really seems to go away in teaching, that endless to-do list, you know, leading to burnout. I was very burnt out. I worked at a Title I school, and probably 85% of my kids were ELL students that I loved dearly, which is why I became an ELL teacher, but I had no experience with that walking into it. I had no idea how to support these children. And especially because most of them had zero support at home and they weren't, you know, they weren't being even fed at home. We, we were a school that provided meals to our children, even on the weekends. And so that heavy, heavy weight of being their support system on one hand was wonderful because you build such strong connections with them, but you lose a part of yourself and it's very he- it was very heavy to go home at the end of the day and then i had my own daughter and that was really the turning point for me because 
I mean, I could cry thinking back on it. Like my voice is <laughs> shaky just thinking about it because it's just a game changer. I mean, now I have this human of my own to support that I am madly in love with and I have my class to support and I can't be everything to all of these people in both places. And after I had my daughter, I went back my last two years, I went back way too soon. And, you know, you have to use all of your sick leave before you can use any kind of your maternity leave. And I think teachers have to come back way too quickly after having children. And that was really, really hard for me. I I had a really hard time transitioning back to work after having my daughter. And I knew that that I needed to make a change, especially because, you know, with the kids that I worked with, because of their home life, we had major behavior issues, discipline issues that were just so out of control that no matter how wonderful my administration was, no matter how wonderful my coworkers were, no matter how much training we had on classroom management, it was it was tough to deal with the the discipline and the behavior management piece of it all. Yeah. I think you're really speaking to, as teachers, we're so emotionally connected to our students and that's our superpower. But I think when that work-life balance and when we start to want things in our own life and at home, which is 100% normal to want, we have to kind of check our emotional boundaries. And that feels really complicated and hard, especially maybe with less support and a lot, all those behavioral issues you were talking about. So from that place, if you could wave a magic wand, I mean, thinking about yourself then, what would have been different for you or what could your school have done or the system to do even pie in the sky, you know, rainbows and unicorns here, what could have been different? Yeah. So, I mean, two things definitely really stand out to me coming from my personal experience. I know everybody's experience is different. Everybody's school is different. I mean, I worked in two neighboring counties and similar population, and one school had way more resources than another one did. It's just, I find it, it's really unequal, unbalanced sometimes in terms of the resources that you have. So that is one thing. I mean, if I could wave a magic wand, it would be that classroom teachers had more resources and more support in their classroom in terms of like actual physical adult bodies helping them. I know you said one, but I'm going to add one more. And that is that that I feel very, very strongly about changes in maternity leave for for mothers and for fathers. In a profession, especially in elementary school, that is full of women, it's really disheartening that the maternity leave is so short. And there's that mental health aspect, like you need more time with your baby before coming back to work. And you just have to jump right into things. And that would definitely be one thing I wish I could change. Yeah. Having spent a lot of my life in Europe, especially in France, where maternity leave is so prized for the moms and the dads, for spouse one and co-spouse. I think and in Scandinavia, we see so many models for equity. I think that is such a place for us to explore, discover, change, talk to our legislators legislators out there who are still statistically men and may not understand, especially in the elementary world, it is very heavily female dominated. So I know what you're saying is speaking to my feminists and equalists out there. 
equally, but equity, that's a huge piece. Yeah. And support. Yeah. And finally, Sarah, I know you work and come into uh, contact with so many of us, so many of us out there in education. What do you think they're struggling with? What's happening? Probably a lot of what you've already said, but what are you seeing today? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing right now is, and I always say this, you know, I, I struggled when I was teaching and I know those struggles and I empathize with those struggles, but I cannot even pretend to know what it's felt like the past couple of years with the pandemic. That's just completely brought it to another level. And I think overall teachers are just not feeling valued. And I was really hoping that through this pandemic, it would open the eyes to people that we need to pay our teachers more and we need to show them that we value them, not in the form of giving them jeans day or, you know, these little things here and there. Another Starbucks actually, gift card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I know, like, I know administrators can only do so much, but I think a lot of things need to change if we want to keep good teachers around. And I think overall teachers just they're feeling so burnt out and so undervalued. Well, you bring up so many good points. I think we all hoped that the pandemic would have been a beautiful inflection point to change our world. And maybe it will still. I think change takes place sometimes incrementally, but we can definitely control and in our sphere of control how we value ourselves. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your experience. I love to spotlight teachers and have these mini interviews. And I thank you so much for being my teacher through this podcasting journey and everything you've shared today, I know will really resonate. Sarah, thank you so much for being on today. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Chrissy. This was so wonderful. And I just have to tell you that I love everything that you're doing and how you're supporting educators. I I wish I had that when I was in the classroom because that that whole idea of finding some sort of sustainable balance between work and life and really making those mindset shifts is something that I think everybody can benefit from. So thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you, Sarah. Well, that has been another amazing interview with uh, our Teacher Spotlight, and we'll see everybody next time on Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. Have an amazing weekend. Have an amazing week. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode, Teacher Friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.